Welcome to Just Sayin', a podcast produced by and recorded at Tri-State Worship Center. Now your host, Pastor Terry Wagner. Welcome everybody to the Just Sayin' podcast, season six. Uh, Act like you hear some some clapping and yelling in the background. Yeah, that. I'm Pastor Terry, affectionately known as PT here at Tri-State Worship Center with our sound magician, Tyler Staten. Hey, everybody. I thought you were going to interrupt me. <laughs> and, and we have a special guest. your gu- job. Well, I know, I know. We have a special guest that I'll introduce in, in just a moment. But but first, let's just, let's get this over with. Let's talk about the Allison that's Before not Before I the, start crying. Let's talk about the Allison that's not in the room. <laughs> You see what I did there? Like the elephant. There, you, I, I didn't even have to lead you into it. Did you, you just knew. call Allison an elephant? No, 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 no. I said Allison. That's not in the room. Uh, make sure you pipe in some crowd laughter when, when you do this. Yes. Uh, Allison Gardner has been our producer of the Just Saying podcast. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Since its inception, since the very beginning, her insider knowledge and, and really that pleasant voice, I mean, yes. is a foundational to the to the podcast. And then she had to go and get married. Big mistake. I know. Just kidding. Uh, and now she's Allison <laughs> Smith. The two, the two married guys. Right, in the yeah. Room. <laughs> now she's Allison Smith. Now, I hope I don't get in trouble for putting her identity. Oh, great. She wasn't in witness now protection, was she? We're not going to get fan mail anymore. We're, she's going to get hate mail. Well, it'll get it from me. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I want to publicly thank Allison for five incredible seasons of uh, producing this podcast. Uh, Allison is my friend, and and I do wish her the absolute best in all of her new adventures. And I'm definitely going to miss the camaraderie and the chemistry that was in this room for five seasons. I love you, Allison, and just uh, pray and and hope and want the best uh, for you. Tyler, you got anything you want to throw in there? There's a a time and a season for everything, and... uh just because hers has come to an end here doesn't mean that there aren't greater things coming. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And uh, in, in her life and, you know, possibly for the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it gives us a chance to kind of switch it up a little bit, right. change Explore it up, try something different. Yeah. Um, but, but also, you know, in her life, she's going to be trying and doing yeah. a lot of new things. Yes. She's, she's growing up. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Cause I have known uh, Allison and her family for a long, long time mm-hmm. and have seen her grow up and, and grow up into an incredible Christian woman yeah. and, uh, and now a married Christian woman. So, uh, we do, we do wish her the best and, and I'm sure throughout this season, we're going to have some. Uh, people that we're going to run in and out of the studio here to kind of see, you know, what the future might look like. Uh, but we're going to we're going to do season six, and season six is going to be full of uh, people that are in ministry, and we're going to talk to them about about their ministry, about their calling, about what their ministry requires of them, the energy levels, the commitment levels, and uh, and I think you know the Lord's going to bless it. And uh, but I just did want to take a few minutes at the beginning of the podcast and just say thanks, Allison, for everything you've done. Uh, you're awesome. We love you. And uh, hey, maybe we could get her to stop in and be a guest. I, I, with you're in my head. Ooh. Get out of there. <laughs> I was thinking. Hey, the same what's thing. that? <laughs> <laughs> what's that smell? Hey, what's that something, over there? Something on fire. <laughs> but anyway, um, we, we we love you, Allison. Good luck to all you all, all the things that you do. We love you. We love you. We're glad to have with us today in studio Stacy Medcalf. Stacy Medcalf is a friend of mine and a partner with us here at Tri-State Worship Center. And uh, her and her husband were just incredible influences in my life. 
Uh, we lost Larry about a year ago. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But Stacy's with us today, and we're just gonna we're gonna chat about ministry. Uh, season six of our podcast, Stacy, is is just about ministry. People that are in ministry. How did you get the call? You know, what is the ministry that the Lord has called you to? Which I know in your case is more than just one. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about God factor, and then. Uh, Stacy's been involved in uh, some book writing, and we're going to talk about that. But uh, let me just start off by saying, Stacy, just kind of just give us the quick rundown of who is Stacy Metcalf. Well, good evening, and that's a good question. <laughs> who are you? Who am I? <laughs> I am saved, first Yay. of all. Um, Make sure you put a hallelujah in there. Yes, man. yes, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you asked that question, and it, it it brings me back to growing up and hearing my mom say, I am Reverend Mary's wife. I am Bishop Mary's mother, mm-hmm. you know, that identification. So who I am, I've learned that I am a whole lot of that same image walking in other people's shadow. But um, I know I am someone who loves the Lord. Amen. And he has been with me and allowed me to walk this walk with him by my side all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I am by profession an administrative assistant for a kidney company, and I also do medical transcriptions. It's okay to mention it yes. because then we might be able to get some money out yeah, of them. Money. There you go. There go you ahead. go. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, so the formal who I am as a person, you know, working the day job. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, I am the coordinator for two amazing nonprofit organizations, and I help out anywhere I can. So I'm just a servant. Yeah. Uh, and and really mention the nonprofits and and just as we talk about it, don't you know? Don't be afraid to say where we can like make an offering, or okay. if somebody wants to feel free to feel free to do that. What what I really um, is just overly impressed about with with Stacy Medcalf is, and I've known Stacy for I'm gonna say ten years, maybe eleven. Mm-hmm. Is she she just described herself perfectly for the mindset that I have. And that is, she's not always the upfront person, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done behind the scenes that Stacy has always been that person. Every time we have a God Factor event, every time that I've even gone to her house to be on her uh, Monday Night Live, Facebook Live broadcast, she is always working, doing something. And, And I feel like that when you said, you know, walking in the shadows, while I understand that's not always a positive mm-hmm. way of describing somebody, it really is you. And yeah. I am so thankful uh, that the Lord pl- places people like you in our lives because we need yous. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we need yous. Absolutely. So um, you've been involved in several different ministries. Um, why don't you just uh, go ahead and mention those nonprofits and even even talk a little bit about God Factor okay. and kind of give us uh, what those ministries are and, and, and your involvement in those things. Okay. The first uh, nonprofit we have is called the Calls Incorporated. And that is a nonprofit organization that promotes health resource awareness. So what we do in that aspect is anything that will benefit somebody who's going through a health challenge, we're going to be that person that's willing to hit the pavement Mm -hmm. and find that resource 
to help, whether it's with medication, transportation, gas. Uh, we have connections with health organizations, the mm -hmm. hospitals. We have a great, great support system from our area doctors. Mm -hmm. So we want to be the ones that help the families to get through these crises, whether it be hotels. You know, people don't think about sitting in waiting rooms having to have snacks. All of this, we do the legwork. And a lot of times it's maybe a phone call mm -hmm. yeah. that can make yeah. the difference. And I always use this example, my nephew, John, he was diagnosed with a rare cancer. Uh, he was 30-some years old, too young to really have really dived into, you know, all of the life insurance and things like that. Right. But we were able to make a phone call to the Cancer Society, and they were able to get him his disability, give him transportation, right. provide all his medical equipment. His wife was in Bulgaria. Wow. You know, she was there doing some stuff because, you know, different countries you have to come, get your education, come back, and donate mm -hmm. time to home. Mm -hmm. So when he was diagnosed, she was there. When it got bad, the Cancer Society flew her home. Oh, my goodness. Wow. How so cool one phone that? number. And that's what we do with the calls. Well, and, and let me just ask you before you talk about the second one, and I may not, if I if this is wrong, I, I know you, I want you to correct me. Did was that a foundation that that you started out of out of your own crisis of health? Right. Yes. Yes. Minister Metcalf, myself, uh, Deacon Lewis Harvey, and Sister Marcella Harvey, all founded the Calls Incorporated mm -hmm. as a result of trying to find a way to celebrate my fifth year as being a breast cancer right. survivor. Right. So when all of us talking, we will not, we will, we realized we were all broke down yeah. <laughs> and had a whole lot of health issues. Yeah. So Larry said, why not just call it the calls? Because we all have something yeah. to contribute. And one event, one day event turned into four days mm -hmm. in three different states. And we've, we're in our 12th year. Wow. wow, that's crazy. And, and and just to be able to to be there for people that are going through what you went through. I mean, you you knew all those things that you were experiencing and then and be able to help other people. What's what's the other nonprofit that you're involved with? The God Factor Ministry. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so, the God Factor is a nonprofit as well. It is an incorporated uh ministry. Minister Metcalf was given the vision to promote unity, not just unity, genuine. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I can hear him saying it in my head right now. Genuine unity because as he stepped into ministry, he witnessed so many yeah. churches and people who were supposed to be the leaders being divisive. Yeah. Oh, they couldn't goodness. get along, yeah. so there, that big schism yeah. was in the body, and God allowed him to go through some things, see some things, mm -hmm. and eventually the God Factor Ministries was birthed basically on Scripture, one body in Christ, mm -hmm. bringing us together genuinely just so that we can be the one body that the Lord talks about in the Scripture. Yeah. And that's really how we got to know each other yeah. is that uh, you guys, what you would always do is just go to different churches in the area and just, you know, be in church. And you came here and and uh, 
we, me and Larry started talking. You were there, and and it just developed into incredible yeah. uh, ministry relationship, but also an incredible friendship uh, with, with you and him. And um, what, how, how does the God Factor ministry? How is that expressed? What do you guys do? What have you done uh, to kind of to to try to accomplish that vision of unity? What what is it? What are the functions? What are the events? What what do we do? Well, we try to set out, when we started out, we were doing twice a year to where we invited pastors, churches, lay people, just to come together and spend some time in fellowship. Mm -hmm. Nothing was supposed to be formal. It wasn't supposed to be a thing where you showcased how good you could preach or how good you could sing. It was supposed to be that environment where we operated in all the gifts that the Lord had blessed us with and just were able to see that from church to church, from ministry to ministry, and it wasn't about one church. Mm -hmm. It was about the body. Mm -hmm. All denominations were invited. As long as you believed that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, that he he was buried, he resurrected, and he's coming back. Yeah, he shed amen. his blood for you. We consider you part of the body. Yeah. Yeah. And we strive to host those events to bring people together that would never traditionally right. be in a church right. setting together. Right. Yes. Yeah. What did you find? Uh, what did you find that were the greatest hindrances? And and you know don't. You don't have to say anything you don't want to say. You don't. don't and call de no yeah, I definitely don't mention any names. <laughs> Although, if you do, twagner nine seven or twagner nine seven seven at gmail com. Feel free to send That's me. That's right. He you got want. my back. <laughs> I'll protect you. But what what were the hindrances to? Because I know when we planted Tri State Worship Center back in two thousand three, there was a group of pastors in South Point that. They're like, let's get together, let's fellowship, let's, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like what you're saying. But even in doing that, there was just this awkward tension in the room, always, for some reason. And and where I landed, even then, and I think why you and I and Larry struck it off so well is because every evangelical Protestant church, every one of us believed the basic tenets of faith. Right. God created the earth, man fell from grace, Jesus came to die on the cross, he was buried, resurrected, ascended to heaven, uh, left us the Bible as an instruction booklet, and he's coming back again. We yep. all believe that. Yeah. But then for some reason when you get together, we being a Pentecostal church and you get together, and the, the question is always about the distinctives rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. rather than what it is that brings you together. And so uh, may, maybe that helps helps you feel a little bit more at ease <laughs> to share what 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 kind of hindrances did you guys run into? We ran into hindrances based on number 1, who do you think you are? <laughs> who do you think you are trying to bring Bible to us? Exactly. <laughs> who do you think you are? Because of course Larry was a minister, but if you ever knew Larry, Larry was a modern-day Peter. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. just drop one ear. He'd drop two of them and then smack them back on your head and yeah. say, did you get the message? Yeah. Boy, that's yes. great. Yes. That's a great description of yes. him. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, opposition came from leaders who refused to unite, leaders who would say, 
I'll go preach for them, but they can't come preach for yeah, me. Yeah. And and the they was not even a race. Yeah. It was a denomination. Right. Yeah. Which was worse than racism. Isn't that crazy? They I mean, would not bow to the scripture. So they believed their doctrine in their denomination more than they stood on the Bible. Mm. So yeah, we had that opposition and specifically it was leaders. Mm. Well, everything rises and falls on leadership. Uh, and, and this was the converse, uh, conversation I had with Larry several times, and that is, you know, we can go get uh, congregants. We can get people yeah. that attend a church, and, and, and they will listen. Mm-hmm. But until you get the guy at, at the top right. or the gal at the top, until you get them on your side, it's it's really going to be hard to do that. And uh, I had s- sat in several, several planning meetings and Mm -hmm. meetings where he would just bring in pastors from different churches and just share his vision and, and to sit there and listen to some of the comments that, that were really, (laughs) like you said, they were hindrances. Mm -hmm. They were, they were things that were holding and holding that ministry back and they're ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I I felt even, even before we planted the church, when I've been in full-time ministry for almost 35 years, um, I felt even in the early years of that, this um, this just jealousy thing. I guess it's I, some people have referred to it as a spirit of jealousy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's hyper spiritualizing. That's it or a not. nice way to put yeah, it. Yeah, you know, and 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 people protecting uh, their castle. Mm-hmm. You know, there again, this is not new, but there's been a lot of talk about uh, ministries that do castle building versus doing kingdom building. Right. And um, I, I remember setting one uh, one particular event that comes to my mind. We were sitting in this meeting, several pastors, and Larry Sharon, and and he's kind of going around the room mm-hmm. and saying, "Will you help us? Will you help us with?" And of course, you know, yes, yes. And then he comes to this one particular pastor, and this pastor goes, "Well, I don't know. I don't know. The last time we were involved in something like this, somebody took my worship leader." <laughs> and, <laughs> And I and in my mind, I'm like, nobody took your worship leader. No, your worship leader was ready to go. Yeah, exactly. you know, and they they leapt at an opportunity. Yeah, yes. I mean, yes. and and I think when we, if we could ever get to the point where these are not my people, right? These are God's people. These are God's children. This mm-hmm. is God's house. And and Larry always uh, kind of. I could feel that anger rising up in him. Oh, Anytime you would talk about like a local church, because he did not believe in mm-hmm. a local church. Mm-hmm. It's the church. The it, church. And, and he would call. Assembly. And, right. <laughs> assembly. He was, Tri-State Worship Center is not a church. Right. It's an assembly. It's an assembly of the mm-hmm. body of Christ. And, and it's, it was amazing to see the resistance. And I really don't, I don't understand why. I really mm-hmm. just don't understand why, because we're better together. Yep. Um, in Lawrence County, Ohio, which is where we're at, um, Tri-State Worship Center, 901, Sahota Road, <laughs> Lawrence County, Ohio. There's 63,000 people that live in Lawrence County. On any given Sunday, 13% of them go to church. And so you have you know, this other huge percentage of people mm-hmm. that's not going that if, if the churches could ever get together, we might be able to make a dent. And that's probably that. why they're not coming. Well, I, I was I was going to say that <laughs> They're next. watching us. Right. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I'm working on a sermon that I think I'm going to be delivering in a couple of weeks. But 
But that that's the theme of this sermon is that the scripture says they'll know they'll they'll know that you're my disciples mm-hmm. because of your love one for another. Well, I mean, you look at the way some of these some churches, some assemblies, sorry, Larry, <laughs> uh, some assemblies are acting. It, it's like you said, it's no wonder people look at that and say, no, no I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be part of that. Mm-hmm. We've got enough trouble going on out here. And there is. That's There's the enough trouble going on out there. And so um, let, let me let me move past that because I know we could talk about that for the entire time of this <laughs> podcast. But at this point now, um, Larry, was it no? When was it? December. December. I was going to mm-hmm. say November. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what now? That's a good question. What now? Well, thank you very much. <laughs> good question. Good question. <laughs> well, as I had um, thought about this podcast and what we're doing, I was reminded this walk is not new to me. My father in the early 1970s set out to unite the pastors. Oh, my. Wow. I didn't know that. He started an organization of the local pastors. They came together once a month with their calendars. Mm-hmm. Out of respect, no pastor had an anniversary on the same day as another pastor. No church had a church anniversary on right. the same day. Wow. So they lined up and communicated to where the support network was started. And it continued on that probably all of my life until you get that spirit Mm-mm. of jealousy. Yeah. And things begin to dwindle. But the Lord reminded me that I allowed you to see that growing up. So I think the direction that we need to go to, just to deviate a little bit, is why not start with the pastors? Start with the leadership because they're the ones who can stand and address their congregations and say, we need to do this. No, I agree. Don't come and support the God factor or Larry or Stacy. You need to do it because the word said do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the influence because a lot of times pastors don't allow the announcement to go out. <laughs> if they don't want to be a part right. of it, they mm-hmm. don't allow it, you know. And, you know, we have operated mostly on word of mouth. We've operated on curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. I do believe all the struggles and the oppositions and, of course, how many times you and Pastor Mike have had to threaten Larry and say, if you don't cut it out, we're out of here. <laughs> because he would get so frustrated right. yeah. and disappointed. But I told his his children, our children, his home one service, let us know that it wasn't in vain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody caught the vision or they were here for spectating or one or the other. But yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Pastor Mac, we got to give him a shout out. Yes. Uh, Stanley McDonald, pastor at uh, New Hope Baptist in in Ashland, Kentucky. He and I uh, were kind of Larry's yeah. left and and right arm, yes. and sometimes we did have to reel him in a little yes. bit. Yes. Uh, but but man, I, I wish more people had that kind of passion yeah. about whatever they're doing. Right. You know, whether it's God Factor Ministry, whether it's just you know being a good teacher in in church. 
to have the kind of passion. I, I was thinking of him last night because in our men's Bible study, uh, a question was brought up by one of the guys. It's like, how, you know, with all the craziness going on and all these churches that are beginning to compromise, mm-hmm. why can't pastors just get together? Oh. And as soon as as soon as the person said that, I thought, Larry, I wish Larry Metcalf was here right now. Oh, he just stood up on that <laughs> walker. Like, what do you think I've been trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> or he went, well. Yes. Uh, Where you been? <laughs> but I, I really, I really don't. I mean, and I'm not a I'm not a huge church historian. I'm not I don't claim to, but you know you go all the way back to the the Great Schism, 1053, whenever it was, and you know one of the great issues that that caused the schism was what kind of bread to use at communion. That was one of the great issues that causes what was once mm-hmm. one church then to begin to divide and and. And this is not my thought alone. This was a thought that Larry and I discussed a lot. And that is the enemy's strategy from the beginning of time is to divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. And it's working. Right. It's working really good. I mean, even in the garden, he didn't go to Adam and and Eve. Mm -hmm. He just went to Eve, Mm -hmm. divide and conquer, divide and conquer. And man, it it, it still works today. It does. And I don't understand. I, I honestly... And again, I, I hope somebody listening might have a thought, T W A G N E R nine seven seven at gmail.com. If you have a thought about this, I'd love to hear. I don't understand why we can't join arms right. and try to make a dent for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know? Um I I I know what we want to do. What we want to do is just everybody wants to say, well, here's ten bucks, you go do it. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but no, we we this needs to be a grassroots effort, yes. uh, and it does need to to have the leadership involved because if they're not involved, it's not going to happen. Right, and not worry about who gets the credit. Oh my yes. goodness! Oh my goodness! Yes. you you Tyler, <laughs> he's poking the bear. He is he's poking the bear. Well, uh, again, here's a, here's a real quick story. Uh, one of those meetings we were having of, of pastors, and and we we decided we wanted to do a community Easter egg hunt. Rather than each church doing their own, let's just have a community Easter egg hunt. One Easter egg hunt where we can just say, this is the love of Jesus. And one particular pastor said, you know, well, I need to check with my people to make sure that. I said, okay, yeah, fine. Come back to the next meeting. And the question that the people asked the pastor when he took it to him was, who's going to get the credit for the Easter egg hunt? And, and my response was, the Easter bunny, right? Because I'm pretty sure Jesus doesn't want credit for an Easter right. egg hunt. Exactly. Right? And, and, and I do, you're right, man. You, you are 100% straight on uh, because we feel like somehow, somehow, I don't want credit. No. I shouldn't be getting credit. God should be getting Absolutely. credit. If somebody comes up to me and says, that was a great message, you can't say that about right. me. I, it was only a great message because it was God's word. Exactly. Right? And so whatever we're doing, man, I'm starting to get worked up a little bit. <laughs> Might be time for a commercial break. Uh, whatever it is that we're doing, we should be doing it for the glory of God. And, and uh, I just don't, I don't understand that mentality. Yeah. It's so hard for me to, to be calm, cool, and collected when I hear somebody say, well, okay, we can have a big rally and I'll all come together. But if there's some new people there... What church are we going to tell them to go to? Right, right, right. 
you know? And yeah. I remember uh, I spoke at a God Factory event at, I think it was First Baptist Huntington, where mm-hmm. um, uh, Dante, Jackson. Dante Jackson was yes. the pastor. And there was we had come up with a pamphlet that had all the participating churches on yes. it. And there was a person that got saved yep. at, at that at that meeting, and we gave him the pamphlet, said, you find one of these churches and, and get in it and go. Um, you know what? If if some of these local pastors would start praying for other churches, yeah. Lord bless that church. Lord give them souls for their right. for their effort. Uh, I think a lot of that stuff might start subsiding. But to get us to to that point, I I mean I know Larry wanted to get us there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so it, that's a tough one. The God Factor Ministry is, and I'm going to say this. As a participant in the ministry, and and I can't, I don't remember how many events I've been at, but I've been at a lot of them, and and I've been asked to speak at a few of them, and and it's just an incredible ministry. Yeah. It's a ministry that uh, is not a, a church; it's a ministry for the church. It's mm-hmm. a ministry for the church, capital mm-hmm. C, global church, and uh, I, I I just loved and love uh, the passion that Larry had for that. Yeah. And uh, so tell us real quick, I, I, got one, I got one more issue that I want to get to before we run out of time, but tell us how people can get in touch with you for either the cause or the God Factor ministry. Oh, you can call me. My number's out there all over the world, 740-646-3558. Everybody always says, stop putting your number. has been out there. You can call me uh, by phone. You can look me up on Facebook at Stacy Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, Medcalf. You can send a message to the God Factor Ministries Facebook page. Email stacym 7 at gmail.com. Or you can call Tri-State Worship Center. They can yeah. find me. <laughs> yeah, we'll find her for you. We'll we'll track her down. I know where she lives. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, anybody that uh, if you're going through a, a health crisis, yes. uh, get in touch with Stacy and, and let her help you with the resources and the connections that she has. And then on the God Factor side, um, w- whenever that comes back together, as far as as having events. Um, I don't think we can. I don't think we will make a difference in the society that we live in today. We're not going to do it on our own. Amen. Tri-State Worship Center is not going to do it on its own. Right. We we need to do this as a collective, as a group of of assemblies. I almost said yes. churches, but yeah. assemblies <laughs> to see that that God's will be done. So, I encourage you to to get in touch with Stacy and be part of that. Let's let's uh, let's jump real quick to you are a published. Oh. Author, yeah. We. And so, just act like the people that are listening. They know nothing about this book. You, you tell them about it and tell them how they can get it. I was blessed to be a part of a book with twelve amazing women of God who, all in in one sentence, went through some things and God delivered them. And we all share our testimony. Uh, the book is available. You can get it from me. It is in the Mustard Seed in Burlington, Ohio. It's at the Shield of Faith in Ashland, Kentucky. And I don't remember the name of the bookstore in Huntington that just changed. Oh, yeah. Over in Pullman. Yeah, I don't remember that either. What did it change to? 
We'll find it out. Yes, it's there. It's everywhere. It's even on Amazon. Uh, there are some books here at the church as well. But the gist of the book is that uh, Dr. Tina Beatty is a visionary author, and she has uh, a brand, I Live to Tell It, conferences she's been doing for 12 years. The Lord dropped it in her spirit to do a book. She put the call out there. I was one of the 12 that answered and uh, was privileged to be a part of that book. And it has been an amazing journey, just sharing my life experiences, what mm -hmm. I've been through, been through a lot, and how God has brought me through it. So, yes, get the book. And it, it is such a blessing. And it was timely because uh, Larry had always encouraged me to write. Mm -hmm. I wrote and done stuff independently articles in the newspaper. So I was surprising him with the book. He didn't even know I was a part of it. So he passed before he even knew that the book even uh, existed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a great book. I have read it, and uh, and especially Stacy's section in there is, there was things in there I didn't know about you, Stace. Ooh, but, Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I still invited you, so it's okay. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, the, for deliverance. <laughs> the Inner Geek. Is that what you're Energy, thinking of? Yes. It used to be Empire Books. That's yeah. it. And now it is the Energy. And Pullman, yep. Pullman and Huntington. Um, it, is, it is a good book. And, it, and you know, Stacy, a lot of people that, that would have gone through the kind of things that you went through growing up, um, too often they don't turn out like you have turned out. I mean, a lot of times mm -hmm. they, uh, they take the dark road mm -hmm. rather than the road uh, of light. And so... Uh, I, I hope that that book is able to help others shine a light on, yes. on their path so that they can move forward. Yeah. Uh, we've got about five minutes left or so. Let me, let me ask you this question, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, and I don't mean to try to tap into any kind of an emotional vein, but you know, just tell us about the transition of, of you know, being with Larry to now you know, him watching us mm -hmm. and, uh, and what that's like. Just uh, maybe someone out there that, that's going through a similar situation and, and maybe you could say something, speak into their life and, and help them to, to be able to get through it. It's definitely been a transition. Um, Larry was... Uh, <laughs> I can't even find the words. <laughs> I'm glad, well, I'm glad, yeah. Well, <laughs> he was a yeah. He was that. <laughs> we we missed that in our yes, services. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. He was a cat pistol. Uh, <laughs> that 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 might sum it up. But just as cat pistol and Peter as he was, he was a gentle soul. He was passionate about what he believed in, and. Um, you know, the last four or five years of his life, he endured the physical ailments, uh, losing his leg, being dependent on me and others, uh, but he never gave up hope. Yeah. He never um, got discouraged in his situation. Yes, he had moments, uh, but when I'm freaking out sitting in ICU in the hospital, he's like, well, you stop yeah. you know yeah. he encouraged me and he's yeah. the one going through uh so i do miss um that positive attitude it has been an adjustment because usually i allowed larry to lead and do whatever and it was just like yeah whatever okay mm -hmm. i'm with you 
Uh, <laughs> even down to the house, even, right. you know, because we just bought a house. I was just and, getting ready to say you guys were finishing oh up remodeling God. a house. And, yes, and all the decisions that were, you know, because he could do the internal, external, mm-hmm. everything, all the way down to the home design. And I was in, in Lowe's and had a meltdown because I had to decide on I don't even, a light, uh-huh. a ceiling fan. Yeah. And I'm freaking out. It took me three weeks to pick a ceiling fan. <laughs> if you was here, I wouldn't have to do this. Right. So, yeah. so the transition has been one day at a time. Mm-hmm. It has not been one, uh, and I thank God that I have not wallowed in the grief. Mm-hmm. I think that God's timing is perfect. The book has been a welcome distraction. Mm -hmm. It has kept me busy. It kept me focused on life. Uh, The house has helped, you know, helped do that also with Mm -hmm. all of the finishing touches. Uh, But he's definitely missed. He's definitely missed. And um, I I take saving grace in knowing the days before he passed, looking back, it's almost like the Lord told him. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to tell you when, but just because the stuff that he was doing and the things that he was saying, he was preparing me and I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. So I can I can take assurance in knowing that he fought. I believe God honored his request and saying, you know, give me a sign. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Yeah. And I believe that that happened because the way that he left here was just Larry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no doubt. <laughs> and I know God is the... You know, the foundation of your life. Yes. I, I know that. And so I know that that was a big part of, of continuing to carry you through this mm-hmm. this time. But but what other things have you leaned on, you know? Just the Lord. Just, know. just you know, tapping into the scriptures and knowing that his word is true when he said, I will never leave you or mm-hmm. forsake you, and yeah. I will be with you through all of those things. The bigger one is... He says to everything there is a season and there is a time to live and a time to die. And I often tell people we always preach about being in heaven with the Lord eternally. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't do that if we're hanging around down here. You know, it hurts us when it hits us in the flesh. But, you know, the peace and knowing that that is where we're aiming for Mm -hmm. And just that he has proven himself to be faithful. And anybody that's going through that, have your emotion, talk it out, pray about it, and just trust God. He'll bring you through it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody Nobody wants wants to to die die. to get there. (laughs) Yeah, but we're going to have to unless Jesus comes back first. Absolutely. And we encourage you to be ready for that moment. Mm -hmm. And we are ready for that moment by confessing with our mouth, believing in our heart that Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. And the Bible says we can be saved. And that God loved us so much, he sent his son to die for us. And uh, and if we could just believe on him, we don't have to spend eternity in hell, but right. we can spend eternity with him. Exactly. And uh, just by believing on him. Stacy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're a busy person. You and your uh, book tour. Oh and matter of fact, you just... You, you signing ca- autographs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> matter of fact, she came here after being on a Zoom kind of meeting thing with about the book. And and so if, if I would encourage you to get the book. I'd encourage you if you are facing any kind of a health uh, issue that, that is, is traumatic, that, that you get a hold of the cause. And if you are part of a church that uh, believes that we should be one body... Um, which I think every church should because that's what the Bible says. 
um, then you need to get a hold of Stacy and see what you can do for the God Factor ministry because it's it's a, it's a incredible ministry that I just wholeheartedly wholeheartedly support. So thank you for coming, yeah. spend some time with us, Tyler. You are the man. Yes, you are. Well, I and, don't I, know about that. and I know that this but will sound. <laughs> <laughs> I know this will sound so good once it hits the airwaves. <laughs> so uh, once again, we thank everybody for joining us. Uh, it's it's the Just Sam podcast. It's from the Tri-State Worship Center. We're located in South Point, Ohio. You can find us on the web at www.tswc.org. There you go. It's a great it's a great spot to uh, kind of end it because you use that verse uh, to everything. There's a season. And Tyler used that verse as we were talking about Allison That's at the true. very beginning of the of the broadcast. And so um, to everything, there is a season. And and we thank God for this season. So join us again. At season the, six. Season six. Oh, <laughs> man, I was, why couldn't I have thought of that? <laughs> season six, episode one. And uh, join us next time. We're going to continue to talk about uh, with people that are in ministry and, and what their ministries are about and what they need to do to, to keep them going. So God bless you. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you all the next time. See you. Bye.